Uh, starting a little differently in, in Sad Myth, if you will hold off on the music for about a minute or two, when you feel comfortable to add the music, please do. I didn't script this. I didn't think about how I was going to say any of this. Um, actually, on the way to ellipsis, let's just say that. I don't even know how to bullshit this. Um, I was thinking, what am I going to say in this intro? And uh, I think the, the only thing I have to say is finally, thank you. Uh, you guys have been patient. And uh, honestly, if it wasn't for you as the listeners, uh, you as the community, you as the brewers, you as the, the subscribers, you as the fans, uh, you as the, the bottle share friends that I've made. And uh, it has been amazing. And as I probably will get emotional right now, this is not the last episode and so far from it. Uh, this is really just the beginning. Uh, this year has been insane. And I know we have a few more episodes until the end of 2017. But I have to say it now as we are coming into the year, the one year anniversary. So thank you to everybody. And what else has been amazing. And um, I'm happy to say in the last few days, in the last like week, a friend of mine has has put everything as eggs can go into one basket and faith in me and to do this. So I did an episode that I never thought I would do yet uh, because I didn't know how to do episodes based on music and how beer is involved and then why not. So an episode might be coming out next week or the week after. And that's with a band called BMO. And that's not what ails you, but it is. And so um, a friend of mine said, why not you know, do something called Beer Sides? b-sides and i went Fuck, that's awesome then he came up with another idea then he came up with another idea then came up with another idea and um and there's a lot more to come and it was almost like this shining light and this 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 everything i have been saying for months guys kind of put that arm around me and it wasn't just a friend that was hey uh, i'm new to the podcast no i've known this gentleman for a while and he was mentioned in the last episode with ron at the topher the thirsty topher so I finally listened to a friend who had been there for a long time, and I finally said, fuck, if, if anything is ever going to be better with what ails you, I need to have him jump on board, and, to, and I think I'm giving it away, and um, there's a lot more to come. Let's just say that. So I do need to say, Lando, how are you? <laughs> I am wonderful, Queen. How are you? <laughs> a little emotional. Yeah, um, yeah. But at the end of the day, guys, this is going to be an episode I can actually listen to and say that was the day. Guys, this is the day that uh, we're doing a, an episode that is completely, not, like, it makes no sense. We're going to a brewery that just opened its doors a few days ago. Not even a full week yet. Not even a full week. Yeah. And this is all done based on just not using the term fuck it but using your best interest as the fans to say i love these guys uh met them in may uh i met rob in may and and i i knew he had something at the smash event when when uh they won the second annual smash beer festival for their beer and then meeting them and kind of getting to know rob back at 1010 kind of see if there's anything they could do that we could do to help them and then all of a sudden it came down to the orlando beer festival and they won the the people's choice award for best brewery at the orlando beer festival and they don't even have a brewery yet well congratulations they do now and um so that's what we did today uh basically yeah it was like uh you know a couple a little bit ago you mentioned music uh that what their story is a lot i was thinking about it as we were at the brewery 
or like as we're on like going to yeah, go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I mean honestly yeah this yeah. is this is uh, guys this really is an episode where we're breaking the fourth wall yeah, um, yeah. but I was I was really thinking about it uh, listen thinking about their story because you know I've I've known uh, you know Rob for a little while too uh, when I was behind the bar at the Topher coming all the time um, it, it, Orlando is very big in community that way and their story is a lot like you know yeah, it's like seeing a band at a small venue, like a small intimate club, and they tear the roof off, and that was Smash Fest. And then, you know, a few months later, that same band, they're playing a show again, and this time, you know, you bring your friends, and you're like, guys, I saw them last yeah. time. And then, again... Like a House of Blues show, yeah, because melts, it's bigger. melts yeah. your face. Or yeah. even, even uh, you know, on, on the local, super local level, it's like seeing a band at, you know, Back Booth... Uh, you know, on that that that's like about stage. what would you say, five hundred people? Yeah, and then you see Three. them at like you know the social, which you know is a little bigger. Yeah, a little like twelve hundred people, maybe yeah. a lot. no eight hundred. Yeah, 800. so it's it's going from that to that, and both times like your face is melted. You're like, oh my god, this is amazing, and uh, you're, people are like, who who are these guys? Like, yeah. like, where can I like like oh well we we don't have an album yet. Well, here's like, the thing, and it's like it's like none of their music's available online, but. You you know yeah and, and like oh my god and like, like the buzz has started word of mouth is spreading but they haven't released really yeah yet. they're not they're not even like they're really not even at this soft opening that's happened they're not even really promoting it no it's just no, it's again just, word of mouth yeah and so and they will be there there is a grand we we were talking with them when that album and, drops it's gonna be a fucking banger what? yeah and we are doing a there's gonna be a grand opening and what else is gonna be part of it Central Florida L Trail is gonna be part of it and hopefully we could get a hop on um, I will talk to the boys and see if we could get hop on to be there and it only makes sense uh, at the meeting today so guys we are meeting with Rob over at Ellipsis Brewing and um, I'm really excited I'm really excited just to kind of what is this all about yeah and really at the end of the day what are they expecting what are you guys going to be doing so um i just want to say this is this is the first episode i i I really think and i know and i hope and i pray and i and i everything in my my heart says that you will be on more episodes so let's get in there see how it goes yeah and uh all right guys uh we're gonna head in we're gonna go to ellipsis and then uh we'll be back for the end of the outro so all right bye I don't. I never eat on a Monday whenever we record. It's just like, oh yeah, no, we'll be good. We'll find lunch wherever we're going. Oh, screw it. You go to Saint somewhere, and I'm like, where the hell am I? It's just like I'm in Tarpon Springs. What do they have at Tarpon Springs? And uh, good Greek food, though. I found out, but I didn't eat any of it. Bob was like, come on, let's go get lunch. I'm like, it's another two-hour drive. Wow. And, yeah, but no, no brewery is too far for us to drive, and. Uh, or fly, because we're right by the airport now, so we should fly. But um, so, Robert, how are you doing? Pretty good, man. Pretty yeah? good. Really good. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. This Thank is you. a first ever one of a kind uh, episode because your grand opening. We're just gonna say it's the grand opening episode for you because sure. usually we like to wait for a brewery to open, see how they're doing. But your name already has been, you know. Let's just say, I think we posted a picture over the weekend 
uh, for your two awards that you guys already have. So congratulations on that. We'll talk about that. Uh, people are already talking about two beers that you're making that this city is wanting. Uh, so now we're looking at how we're going to dry hop New England IPAs and things like that. Uh, awesome. Awesome. And so, but let's start from the beginning. Let's start from the beginning. So, Robert, where are you from? Where are you from? So, I'm from uh, St. Cloud, little town just south here of Orlando. Oh, really? Yeah. Born, born and raised? raised. Yep. Okay. No way. I, I always figure, uh, it's always like you hear Michigan, Wisconsin, Chicago, but uh, St. Cloud. So, what is St. Cloud? When, what year were you born, though? 82. So 82. Yep. What was St. Cloud like in the, the early to mid-80s? St. Cloud was a little cow town, yeah. actually. Um, yeah. It's kind of funny. St. Cloud, part of Osceola County. And um, uh, a lot of people don't realize that Os how much of a cow town Osceola County really was. Mm -hmm. And uh, just within the confines of Osceola County, they produced more cattle for slaughter than the entire state of Texas did. Okay, that's a that's a lot of cow. Yeah, so it was that's a lot of cow. I know. Yeah, it was all ranchers, all just you know, like you'd even see cows in the streets back in the day, you know. Um, so what was what was your what was mom and dad doing then? What were they what was work for them? What why St. Cloud? Where were they originally from, and then why St. Cloud? Yeah, so my mom and my dad are actually both from Indiana. Okay. Um, they lived in Indiana for a while, moved to Michigan. It was too damn cold. So they said, we want to go somewhere warmer. Well, let's go to Florida. <laughs> so they moved down to Florida. And, um, my mom was a school bus driver. She's drove school bus her entire adult life ever okay. since uh, I can even imagine. I'm sure since she was legally old enough to drive a school bus, she's done it. Um, my father was retired for all of my lifetime. Really? Uh, yeah. Before he, that, he was worked... he older when they yeah. had you? Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, a lot older, yeah. Mm -hmm. So before then, he worked for the railroad and um, did construction or whatever have you. Brothers, sisters, or just only child? Like No, yeah, I have, um, I got a, one full sister and then three half sisters. Okay, man, so you're the only guy, like the only boy. Yeah, my, fa boy. my father had told my mother, he's like, um, he's like, well, I want to have a boy. And uh, I'm gonna keep going until I have a boy. <laughs> okay. So I was—I'm the youngest of them all. Okay. So yeah. he finally had his boy, and he's like, "All right, I'm done. I'm good." So St. Cloud—it um, just seems like when you have small town stories of St. Cloud, you have like your best friend growing up, kind of thing, or you know, it just—I feel like it was there anything to do. Like, what was there to do in St. Cloud growing up? Um, besides get in trouble. Um, really? And do okay. stupid stuff. Yeah. Uh, cow tipping. Yeah, you know, cow have you, tipping. Have you, have you ever cow tipped? You've cow tipped, have you? No. No? Okay. No. I've never, I've never even thought about it. No, there's too, too many stories of, uh, <laughs> you know, you got to watch out because one of them's going to charge you. And yeah, I'm like, well, no. maybe that's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even imagine how to cow tip. I would never even know where to start when it's but. just like... I don't know, man. Pushing a cow, but it's a real thing, dude. It's a real thing. No, it's, so. a, it's a lot of uh, horseback riding, going to the rodeos, that kind of stuff. So growing up in St. Cloud then, beer, where, where does beer come into this? So was it just a dream or did you go to school to, you know, I, I, I could put ingredients together, recipes together. I understand balance of this, this, this. How did, how did brewing start? Uh, yeah, like you said, it was all a dream. Uh, I used to read Word Up magazine, Word salt up. and pepper, heavy deep in the limousine. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> love it. I love it. Now I know how the outro music's gonna be. <laughs> Hell yes, because I did actually read Word Up a lot. So. <laughs> yeah, oh. but um, 
No, so it was kind of weird. Um, my good friend David, he invited me and my partner Matthew and um, another mutual friend of ours. And he, back at that time, we were all married and had families. And okay. he was like, hey, let's do a brocation. Let's just, the guys, let's go on a brocation. We're going to drink a whole lot of beer. We're going to climb a mountain. It's going to be super cool. Can we do as that a hashtag? Because I've never heard brocation. So that, oh, I, yeah. that no, definitely. is the start of a hashtag. So definitely. there you go. Definitely. Uh, definitely. So, so where'd you guys end up going? You said mountains. Yep. There's breweries. Where'd you go? So we went up to New Hampshire. Oh, and, um, okay. We drove all over the place. We drove from New Hampshire up to Portland, Maine, down to even Manhattan. We were just all over the place. And um, how long ago was this? When was that? So this was about three and a half years ago. That's it. And okay. um, it was kind of funny, yeah, because even before then, I wasn't like I was just starting to get into craft beer. Okay. Um, yeah, it's funny. Like it wasn't much before that trip that I remember David bringing over like a mix pack of Takati, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, okay, cool. That's as craft as it gets. Yeah, yeah. So this is this is what it is. Yeah. And then I realized what craft beer really was when I took that trip up there and started visiting all these little tiny microbreweries. So love at first sip. That was it. Like, what's in here? Were you breaking it down? So like, yeah, it was a lot of just seeing all these different breweries. And I think what really truly did it for me is. We were like, hey, let's go to Allagash. Allagash is super cool, right? So we go to Allagash, and then we're like, well, hey, there's these two or three, actually, three little breweries that are literally on the same street as Allagash. Um, I don't know if you ever heard of Bissell Brothers Mm-mm, Foundation. No. Yeah, they were, like, right on the same street as Allagash. And they, they, were, they were right next to each other in a little tiny, looked like a storage shed almost. Right, okay. And they were just right next to each other. They're super small. And I'm like, this is cool, like, they operate these same businesses right next to one another, and everyone's going back and forth between the two, mm-hmm. having multiple beers, and just a good time. Yeah. And that was that moment where like, I'm like, I like the people, I like the products. And I, the community. And the community is yeah. incredible. And that was when I looked at my business partner, Matthew, and I'm like, hey, like, like we can do this. And he's like, no, we can't do this. Just shut up, Rob. <laughs> right. This is not gonna happen. <laughs> just stop it right now. This will yeah. never happen. I'm like, oh, okay. But here, Damn, here we are. Here like, we are, yeah. And then, so, again, congratulations, because I'm, I, I, really quick. So, I am at a Publix three days ago. I shit you not, I'm at a Publix, and a guy, um, I just checked out, and I'm holding two Beaujolais wines, uh, Pepto-Bismol, and something else. And behind him, I see an Allagash on his, on his back, and I go, oh, nice, Allagash Brewing. And then I'm like, and I notice he's like this, he's carrying a 24-pack. I was like, what can you possibly be buying at a Publix? It was Michelob Ultra. And I went, this is the biggest contradiction in history. I was like, he's wearing an Allagash Brewing shirt. And, and it was the first time I've seen one. And, uh, and here he is with his friend talking. And he probably is like, wait, that was me, dude. I love that podcast. Shit. But, um, but uh, so yeah, congratulations. Uh, how many days do you feel you've been open now? Like four, five days? Yeah, yeah, because it was on um, Tuesday. We did a, a private friends and family event, yeah. which is great. A lot of industry people came out, a lot mm-hmm. of friends and family for me and my partners. Uh, and um, So Wednesday was the first day actually open to the, the public. Yeah, and who's helping with Ellipsis? So it's you <coughs> and Matthew, mm-hmm. but um, like, who's, who's the team? Who's helping bring this to life? Um, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's a lot of me and Matthew. Yeah. Um, I have another 
business partner, uh, Lauren, uh, she exists. She's helping out a lot with the front end as well. Okay. And um, really just whatever needs to be done, you know. Okay. And is she aspiring brewer at all? Any idea? Or she's just like, nope, I want to run this, this, this. You know, it's funny because at first, like, I didn't think she wanted anything to do with the brewing process, but now that we've kind of been down here a little while, now she's like, well, hey, um, you know, I'd like to help keg. I'd like to help mm-hmm. clean. And, you know, maybe one day I can start helping transfer beer and stuff like that. And I'm like, all right, oh, cool. Don't. So I think she's really digging it back there. <laughs> so, yeah. Before you know it, she will be. Because It's crazy. Everybody kind of says that. I have to ask this because it always kind of, in interviews, you'll hear. It's like, yep, so-and-so's helped us do this, do this, run this. And next thing you know, they're back there. They're mashing or they're bringing, putting the grain to, you know, send out to the cows and, and everything. And it's just kind of funny to hear it becomes such a family. And, mm. and already it sounds like it's happening. And I, I love that. Even though you're new, it's just a little like it's an interesting conversation because it's like you haven't gotten there yet. Like you're, it's going to happen. It is going to happen. People are going to be like, yep, before you know it, they were doing this for us and they were doing that for us. And I just love it. So um, and we talked about community. Here you are, you're in Maine, you're, you're seeing Allagash and, and Foundation and, and people coming together, like these breweries, but we're a little further. And I think Ocean Creek, wait, Ocean Sun might be your closest. Um, but I've seen you at 1010, mm-hmm. met you at 1010. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I know Mike and Horace have been known to help out the community. Uh, do we feel like we're a little further away from a community or, or, I mean, who can you reach out to if you ever need yeast or if you ever need something like, how, like that time is going to come, but how do you feel like being away, I guess, from, from a lot of the brewers? Well, I mean, I think, you know, physically there's, um, a few miles between us, but it's not more than a, you know, 30, it's Orlando. 30 minute ride yeah. across town, but you know, it's for everybody anywhere. So, but, but yeah, I think, I think our community is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're, we're trying to help each other out and we're trying to all work together to, um, you know, we all have a common goal, right? And that's yeah. brew great beer. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's definitely really, really nice. I, I believe in community. And, and I think now that we're in our 40th, 43rd, 44th episode, and we do hear, everybody says you need that community. You really do. And I think you guys are going to have that already with an exceptional, exceptional beers. I was here yesterday. I mean, hands down going, I've been waiting. I'm excited because let's start with the first. Um, first time I saw you guys smash event, the smash event. And we start off our interview process with Bo Egan's because they were the trophy holders. Mm-hmm. So why not? Right. You got to right. talk to them and be like, all right, are you ready to fight? For that trophy out of my dead cold hands you're not going to rip that out uh congratulations you ripped that right out of bobby's hands <laughs> and what was that like i mean was that your first competition or yeah that was the first time we'd ever done anything mm-hmm. where there was some sort of judging process and yeah. um it was truly a shocker you know y- you go out there and you think you have a good product but at the same point in time you look around and you're like, wow, there's just so many good brewers out yeah. here. There's, you know, people from Bo Egan's, Matthew from Hourglass. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you got Hourglass. Uh, Jeff DeBishop uh, doing amazing things, Central 28, 1010 yeah, yeah. right next door to him. 1010, yeah. You know, everybody that was there, you're, you're expecting the best beers because here it is, Smash is very different than any other, any other uh, competition. 
what was the beer you had? And let's explain how Smash works, even though we have an episode for it, uh, which I apologize, it rained that day. And we were, <laughs> we were limited to, I think, five interviews. It's our shortest episode, because I was like, this is my equipment. I am not walking through the rain with it. I didn't yeah, think yeah. we had an episode. But um, yeah, so let's explain Smash Beer Festival and how that, that was to you, what beer you made, and then winning it. So Smash was cool because, you know, as you know, with Smash, you have a single malt and a single hop. And they were this one's different because it's not a very strict smash guideline you're allowed to use different treatments and you can modify the malt so long as you do that modification in-house right okay so it has to be in-house right you have to be doing it so so that was what really got our minds going because we're like wow what can we do with one malt we're like well i think there's ways that we can modify this malt and Mm -hmm. make it something different so we took about 30% of our, our base malt and we caramelized that in sugar, uh, simple sugar base, okay. um, really just on my partner's uh, stove. <laughs> and, uh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I just took a little bit of the malt, got a few big pots and just started working on the stove for a little bit. That's you awesome. Know? Um, we did that and then we, we were like, all right, so this is cool. We didn't get as much color out of it as we wanted to. We were okay. hoping to get a really dark beer but we really, what we ended up making was more of a brown. Okay. So we called it an imperial brown. Um, I remember that. And then it was yeah. just, it was literally like, all right, let's look at the shelves and let's see what, what can we throw in this thing? Vanilla? Yeah. Cinnamon? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> you want some cacao beans, some Madagascar? Yeah. Just throw it all in there. Just everything you can find, throw it in there. Let's make this thing interesting. Let's see if we can find a simple, nice balance of everything. And every time, every, every time we do a treatment, um, we, we just take a very small amount. We mix it all together in a bowl, yeah. taste it, take a small sample size of the, the, board, the beer at the time. Mm-hmm. And we're like, okay, yeah, that works. Let's try it full strength and uh, hopefully it works out. So on the, before we left for Smash Festival, we tried the beer and I was just like, I don't like it. It's a sugar bomb. Oh, no, really? Like, yeah, I'm like, but hey, let's go do it. Let's try it out anyways. And uh, maybe that was just the first couple pours where everything kind of settled to the bottom, you know? Yeah. But um, after that, we started going there, and people were really, really getting into it. Yeah, you guys, you guys did well that day. I remember there was a line. It was just crazy. I, I, had, I got stuck at, the, at the, red, uh, the red light, red light tent with Cask and Larder, and I was like, I'm not leaving. I couldn't leave there. And then it just wound up becoming people coming to us to bring us beer. I remember Garrett was like, hey, I'm coming to visit them, but here's our beer. I'm like, thanks. And... It was just crazy that day. Uh, you win. You win based on, uh, you win the trophy. The trophy is behind the bar, yes, which sir. everybody could see, uh, which is awesome. I think it's awesome. Uh, the craziest trophy I've ever seen. Somebody <laughs> actually, who was it? Somebody posted on, my, on the Facebook, their comment uh, was um, the imagination ride from Epcot. They yeah, were like, they, yeah. I think they superimposed like... Uh, the scientist, I forgot what he was, but or Figment, and it was just brilliant. I was like, oh my god, yeah. And then a friend of mine said it looked like the Bleed American Jimmy World album cover, and I went, yeah, the blue in the background and trophies. I go, that makes sense. So, so we're talking about making making beer on the stove. Is that how it all started? Was what was home brewing like, and when did that start? Because you had to, you had to start home brewing somehow. Right. Yeah. Um, so basically, when we came back from that trip to the Northeast and. Um, kind of got that, that idea sparked in my head. Um, I had known that my friend Kenny had just gotten a homebrew kit for his birthday. Okay. Local, so, Kenny's here. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So we are like, 
you want to try homebrew? And he's like, yeah, I got this kit that my brother David gave me. Yeah, let's give it a shot, man. Okay, yeah. So we started making beer, and it was absolutely terrible. <laughs> it was the worst beer you ever drank in your life. And what was it? Do you remember the flavor? I don't even remember what that – I just remember it was nasty, and I'm like, oh, this is horrible. <laughs> um, so we just, we just kept going, and um, soon we built this – ridiculous homebrew rig you know yeah grabbed a few kegs cut the tops out of them threw some electric elements in it you know um wired it up and before we know it, we had a little 10 gallon all grain system going nice. on and uh we just kept kept brewing recipe after recipe just started coming up with stuff and um, after a while it was finally like okay like i, I can drink this and then Good. it turned into yeah, I, I would probably buy this. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and it just kept going up and up from there. Any home brewing competitions at all? Or it was no. just like you went from home brewing to here we are. Is that basically what it was? Yeah, because I think by the time we got to the point that we were, we felt proud of our beers and we felt really good with them, mm-hmm. we were like, well, what do we do, guys? We can't go enter into a homebrew competition because, yes, we are homebrewers at this time. Yeah. But we're aspiring pro. Mm-hmm. And it does just feel weird to yeah. to go to that competition because no matter what you do, if you win, oh, well, I mean, they're trying to go pro anyways. If yeah. you lose, they're like, well, that sucks. They're trying to go pro. And then they lost the competition. It makes sense. Yeah. So. There, it is a huge catch-22. You do not want to lose that. You don't want to lose in a competition like that because then you're like, great, well, we have all this space and everybody doesn't think we make yeah. a good product. So, so. You, don't have to ever yeah. worry about, you don't have to ever worry about losing a homebrew competition if you never go to one. And it, it's, it, yeah, exactly. And it's smart. It sounds like, like playing chess. And I feel Ellipsis does that. And like you, you've been very quiet. You're playing, you were playing the board very smart. We're going to be at Smash. And we'll talk about the biggest honor coming up, like as we go kind of chronological uh, in that order. It's, it's just like, when was this idea birth? When did you say, okay, so let's do that. You're going you're gonna to have a brewery. You, mm-hmm. So when did the name come about? Because, by the way, it's the greatest name of a brewery ever. The Ellipsis is one of my favorite things in the world. I meant to start this interview with it. <laughs> Damn it. Because it is my pet peeve when people go, oh, the three dots. I'm like, son of a bitch, man. I was like, no, it's, it's Ellipsis, people. And it's one of my favorite words. Uh, vagabond and Ellipsis are my two favorite words. Um, I don't know why Vagabond. vagabond but um, when did the name come about and why the name Ellipsis? So we just really, we really liked the ellipsis because we felt that it gave us so many different play on words, you know. Mm-hmm. It was kind of that, um, well, why am I drinking this light, juicy beer today? Well, because it's hot outside. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Why am I drinking yeah. this big, heavy stout? I don't know, because it's Friday night and I'm chilling at home watching TV. That's yeah. why. Yeah. Um, we felt that we really liked that play on words and... Mm-hmm. My good friend Stephen Reed, he's a music teacher. Okay. And he, we were having trouble with the name. We we're trying to figure it out. And he's like, well, look, you guys are obsessed with these three dots, right? We're like, yeah, we are. He's like, well, the three dots is an ellipsis. <laughs> so he had Why don't you just call yourself ellipsis? Okay. We're like, oh, yeah, okay, that's a great idea, Steve. <laughs> that, I, I always thought it was taken. Like, I'll be honest with you. Even when we started with Ailsie, I was like, man, ellipsis brewing. If I ever have to really get into this. And I was like, ellipsis brewing. And it's just like. Bam, and it's here. Like I'm interviewing it now, like, almost a year later, and it's it's rad. I think it's such a good name. But a music teacher. Uh, let's talk about music. When you're brewing, what are some of the songs we're listening to back there? 
Uh, is music playing when you're brewing? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, definitely. Definitely. So uh, whose whose iPod is it, and or whose uh, whose playlist is it, and what kind of music are you guys brewing to? Yeah, I've definitely got control of the awesome. of the music. I'm Good. the D, I'm the DJ, the brew house DJ. Love it. Um, but yeah, no, it's a it's a lot of old school hip hop. Honestly, it's a lot of when you need lot me to of brew, rap. Let me know. Yeah. Damn straight. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So let's go back to '82 because uh, yeah, that's when you're born. So. 89, I think, is my favorite. Uh, Fear of a Black Planet is probably my, Public Enemy's Fear of a Black Planet is probably my second, third favorite album of all time. Like, people are looking at me and they go, really? You like old school hip hop? I'm like, I will school you on the old school hip hop. Like, oh, I, yeah. yeah, I love it. Uh, some, some of your favorite artists, some of your favorite artists that you, from growing, growing up back in the day, like, are there any favorites that oh, yeah. you, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Um, I was always fond of Ice Cube, mm-hmm. Tupac, mm-hmm. Biggie Smalls. You know, I never got into Tupac. I've never listened to a Biggie Smalls album. Yeah? And I, yeah, and here I am. Everybody's like, oh, shut up, dude. You don't know anything about old school hip hop. But I, I do, like, I, I really do. All those little cassette singles, I still have maybe 300 of all the old school hip hop ones. I still have a lot of 12-inch vinyl that wow. was the old school hip hop. But I didn't quite understand. My gangster rap stopped at at Ice Cube, at, at Easy E, Dr. Dre. Mm-hmm. I remember Dr. Dre when he was with uh, JJ Fad. I remember when he produced that. I remember going, "Oh, that's the dude that's going to be." Now I'm older. Uh, I was born in '75, so I do remember. I was like, "Oh, that dude." Yeah, he was doing a uh, Supersonic, and I'm like, now he's carrying guns and talking about bitches and, and, and money and here's NWA knocking it out of the park. And I still love NWA. I still do. But I think that's awesome. I really do. Like, I think all you hear is, yeah, so we'll brew to the Pixies. Or, you know, it's old school. It's old school either alternative or it's the new metal. And you never hear, like, old school hip-hop. And that's probably why the beers taste a little different. <laughs> I believe in music makes the beer taste, taste amazing. So let's, let's open up. Let's go to our first one. Um, and I'm gathering. Let's start with How Rude. Okay. Uh, why is it called How Rude? So, um, some people think there's like a hidden meaning to it and that's it, what I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You okay. know, um, you could take perception for however you want to take it. That, right. That's okay. I'm okay with that. <laughs> but, uh, no. So we really like the nineties a lot. That's, so that's okay. So the, no, 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 no. This is the route I was going. That's yeah, where the hidden okay. was. Okay. Yeah. 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 So yeah. we were like the nineties a lot. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was the, uh, the little girl, uh, you know, how rude. Olsen, yeah. Little Olsen or... Ashley Elizabeth. Yeah, White, was what was Ashley it? Elizabeth. Ash- Mary Kay and Ashley. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah, from Full House, right? Full House. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because so the beer was the the beer originally started off as By Your Powers combined. Wow. Okay. You know? Awesome. Yeah, the Captain awesome. Captain Planet. You yeah. know, right? Yeah. And we call Julian just flipped out when she hears that. She's like Captain Planet. Yes. <laughs> so she's quoted that recently. So awesome. Yeah. Uh, if you look at the, like the hot build on this, you can definitely see why it was originally by your powers combined, mm-hmm. and that was because we had four hops in Whirlpool, and then we added a fifth one yeah. in um, Dry Hop. And the fifth one we added was Galaxy. I was just okay. So it I was, was the go Citra uh, on that one, but no, you went with Galaxy. It was the awesome Earth, Air, Wind, Fire, Heart. Holy shit! And Galaxy so was the cool. heart because we love Galaxy so much. Yeah. So unfortunately, when we brewed this on the big scale, Galaxy is like you know twenty eight, twenty nine dollars a pound. Yeah. Versus most hops are like eleven, twelve, mm-hmm. thirteen, fourteen dollars a pound. So it was just too expensive for us to do as one of our first early on batches. Yeah. So we, we subbed out that Galaxy 
and we um, we subbed in El Dorado for that galaxy. Okay. So, therefore, we're like, well, I don't think it's fair to call it Bayer's powers combined because it doesn't have the galaxy, and that's what made it. So let's uh, let's change the name on it. We'll change it to How Rude. So um, how is that new beer? See, what I'm about to do right here is like to say, hey, you know that new beer you're making called, but uh, so nobody can steal the name. I don't want anybody stealing that name. It's your name. So let's go with How Rude. Yeah, uh, definitely. It's going to be the first one, right? Definitely, yes, sir. So, uh, all right, cheers. Congratulations Cheers. on the, the grand opening. I'm very happy. And I had this yesterday, and I got to tell you, God, it's so good. Mm. So the hop's in there. Um, so El Dorado, Mosaic, Amarillo, and Citra. Yes, right? sir. You got okay. it. Uh, because I have to say, um, it knocks on the door of something I'm very proud of with Horace, Mike, and, um, and, and myself over at 1010. Um, no, I don't work for 1010. I just love them very much for being the first two. And as Lando explained before the interview, uh, everybody coming together to make the What Pales Ya, which I brought. I can't believe I'm actually making a brewer taste my beer in one of these episodes. But I want you to taste this. I want you to taste the What Pales Ya because it was very close. It was very similar. These were exactly almost the same hops. I mean, I was like, I need Amarillo in there. We used Equinox. So you'll taste an Equinox in there, and that will be the one on your far, um, if you nice, want to try it. Nice. Yeah, one thing about, um, about how rude that I think is pretty, pretty impressive for us is just how extreme we went with the dry hopping and the overall hop build. Oh, it's great. It's um, so balanced. It's beautiful. We're up over four pounds a barrel on this. Uh, really? Most people dry hop with like one, one. to two pounds yeah. per barrel, yeah. two at the high end. Um, but we think that's what really helps make that style. And this is the one that we bottled as a, we were kissing IPA, I think. It was just like, I forgot what the IBUs are now, but, um, but yeah, it's a, it's a pale ale. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Very nice. Very yeah, clean. Thank yeah. you. Very good. Yeah. What base malt did you guys use in this? To be honest, I don't know. I don't know. Why do I not remember? Because I wasn't, my head was basically getting into the mash. Like yeah. I asked them actually. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty embarrassing. No, it's wonderful. Oh, it's my God. It's not wonderful. Mm -hmm. The picture of me. Um, that's really good. Yeah. Thank you. Thank nice. you, man. We're, we're putting it back on. Uh, so there, that's announced. I think by January, uh, Mike and Horace want to do it again because it just it was a, a success for them. And I, I think it's just really sweet of them. I have to say thank you to them. I'm still drinking the How Rude. Nice. Because this thing is fantastic. I mean, I got a full pint of this. Me, I'm a snifter guy. And when the pint ended up in my hand, I was like, Oh, hell yeah, I could do this. And then I went to the next one we're going to be drinking. So, and we'll talk about that. But, um, so how rude, yeah, full house. So full house, who, who said, let's just name it how rude. Because I think it's so good to have a, uh, have a name like that. I just think it's funny that, yeah, you're going to call it how rude. And people, are, it's going to make people think. It, it is that. It is that. It's like, why, why do I know that? Why do I know that? And I think with this, I tear apart the hops. I do. I go, why do I taste that? Why do I? I, I know what that is. I do. It's really good. And yeah, it's so good. It is so good. This is to be a flagship beer, right? Should this always be on? It's going to be an expensive beer to make. It's a very, very expensive yes. beer to make. It's by far our most expensive beer. Like I said, mm -hmm. doing over four pounds a barrel. And yeah. you're just dumping multiple five-gallon buckets of hops into a 10-barrel fermenter. It's yeah. a lot. Yeah, um, it is. But... It's, Can that calm down a little? Can you do less of the weight? Uh, or does it have to be those pounds? You know, we're going to keep experimenting with it. We're okay. going to keep seeing where we're at. Um, 
for us, cost is uh, cost is an arbitrary value to us. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's one thing I really like about what we're doing is that we don't have any investors. There's nobody sitting back looking for a return on investment. That's a, great. A certain value of margins. God, that's really great. We're beer drinkers. Yeah. So the one thing that we've always kept true to and we're always going to keep doing is it's okay to reduce waste, but if it costs because that's what makes the beer great, then that's what we're going to do. Good. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah. maybe we will look at what happens if we bring that dry hop down a little bit. Is it necessary? But if it changes the the profile of the beer and it's a different beer, then we're not going to do it. Yeah, you know, like um, for instance, um, the the yeast strain that we use in this, we use um, Y yeast London Ale thirteen eighteen, hmm. which is a very common strain in the New England beers. Uh, we don't have, we're not comfortable right now with harvesting or propagating and reusing our yeast. Okay. So every time we brew one of these beers, we're we're having to buy a, a fresh pitch from the right. laboratory. Damn. Okay. Which like once again, it's expensive, but that's what we feel comfortable doing, and we don't want to sacrifice the quality of beer. So until we're fully comfortable with that process, we're going to go through that every single time. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So how rude? We don't know. Like honestly, and I get that. I do. I get it. And so it makes sense. Sorry, I didn't mean to. I, no. I, I should have asked your question or answered no, your question. No, 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 not at all. Because it makes you did. I feel like you did. I feel like you did because it's uh, for me. I feel like you might be saying. It's even a little too early. We don't know. Like, we don't know. Well, right now, I think it's our flagship because I think all New England IPAs are going to be our flagship. That's what we love. I think that's what we're, we've kind of started getting known for in the community. Yes. But right now, we are very anti-core beer. Okay. I'm not going to brew a beer and then just be like, well, that's my core beer. Right. So I'm going to keep brewing it. Um, that being said, though... If people are buying How Rude, mm-hmm. then I'm going to keep brewing it. it. This also is a model that I, we see down in Jupiter, and I'm not afraid to say their name because it's amazing beers, and I think you could be tapping into that. But Civil Society, they had no idea what were going to be core beers. They just were doing the same thing. They're like, all right, let's make these crazy-tasting, wonderful beers, and shit, let's try canning it and see how it goes. Oh, there's that line going out the door, you know. It's just like, oh, well, here we go. I had no idea and just, they even had cores. I just started seeing the same beers. Yeah, fresh, pulp, you know, and that just became it. It was just, again, like how rude or even with pinks and greens. It's going to be, well, shit, if you, I guess they really like it a lot and, you know, keep doing it. So we talk about the smash beer, though. Um, is that Could that ever show face, or was that just like a one-time, one-time only Would you try making that smash beer, the award-winning again? So it's kind of funny. Just last night, I was (laughs) I was looking at the brewing schedule, and I was trying to build my brewing schedule for the next month. And um, I was going through some old recipes, thumbing through them, and I'm like, "Hmm, smash beer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hmm, Maybe we should redo this. Maybe maybe we can work on that. It it, people do. I've seen a lot of breweries bring their smash beer back, and it's like, okay. That's good, and it also helps promote the festival again, you know, and say. So right now we do only have five beers on tap. Great opening. Yes. Very understandable. Uh, how many how many taps do we have behind the bar? So how so, many handles? Yeah, I have 16 handles okay. behind the bar. So uh, room room for more to come in. Right. Any guest taps coming in to kind of keep things going, or are you looking um, to do that? 
before? If, yeah, if I've got, you know, that good relationship with somebody and, you know, especially if we work on something together uh -huh. um, or if somebody offers me something that, you know, hey, this is a this is an exclusive offering for you, then sure, yeah. man, I'm going to put it on. Of course. Um, I would love to be able to fill them up with all my beers, but I realize that's a very, very tough challenge. It takes time. It yeah, does. it takes a lot of time. And honestly, at the current rate that like uh, how rude and pinks and greens is going mm -hmm. um i see myself in a rebrew those same beers multiple times and i think you should <laughs> Thank you. but honestly if you told me right now you had 16 taps and all of them were yours i'd be like hey great you have a great investor and guess what no you would not be open right now you wouldn't right there's no, no way there's no, no way in hell you would be able to be open right yeah. now um and i really feel like guest taps are a good idea. I really do. You said it. If you can collab with somebody or getting that exclusive uh, community, it really comes down to it. It really comes down to a good community. And mm -hmm. uh, I come always come back to meeting great brewers in this. And now, as we start branching out, we even say there, there's no, no brewery is too far for us to drive to. Um, and so even for us meeting brewers out in Jacksonville, uh, somebody I would love to work with, like Ardwolf, I would love to, I want to do a, a red, very, very obvious reasons with Kevin Gray. I would like to do a red with him because we're Liverpool fanatics, but uh, also like Hidden Springs, working with them. Um, it, it's going to be interesting. I can't wait to hear Florida drink your beer. And this is what I'm seeing a lot more lately of Tampa driving to Orlando to drink beer. Jacksonville's coming down a lot to drink beer. Even though they're building up and we should be going to them, mm -hmm. they're still coming here. Orlando, I feel, and because maybe I want to say we live here and it's been it's great. I feel what happened in Tampa is definitely happening now, extremely happening now, and you're helping that of it just not being well. Here's the same brown. Here's the same uh, amber. Here's the same porter. You don't have the same porter as a lot of people do, and I don't want to get into that. But he's like staring at me. At me, it's like that <laughs> porter once. But um, you are doing, you're doing, you're trying something that a lot of people are so nervous to do. Let's dry hop a New England style IPA. Yeah, we'll do that, we'll do that. Maybe, let's give it a month, let's give it a month. You did it right off the bat, and that's gonna get people here. And honestly, your honesty already in this interview, I can't wait, I hope people do, on this weekend coming up, say, oh shit, we gotta go to Ellipsis, and it's not far. I kind of set you up with that one to say, to drive out, and you're right, in Orlando, you have to drive 20, 30 minutes to go somewhere anyway. It's the way of life. It's yeah. the way of life here in Orlando. Um, you're, you are close to Semeron to where, and I'm not putting down these places, but I mean, I'm not going to grab a beer at the Louis place or the Brews, Rocks, whatever. I mean, even though they have Bruce Springsteen's ass up there, it's like, <laughs> great, you had to use Born in the USA as in Prince. Do not bring those amazing artists to try to sell your your calamari and your your Michelob Ultra but um I think you guys are going to be off the beaten path you're a mile from there to drink amazing beers and I'm I'm excited you you are off that beaten path you have a big enough space you have one tv um this is good this is good it feels very comfortable uh how many seats how many seats do we have um, 50? I want to say close to 50, 60 total if yeah. you include the bar, I think. It's right yeah. around there, yeah. Um, dog friendly. Yeah, definitely dog friendly. Um, I love dogs, you know. 
Shankly and Paisley will be coming. I, lo- here. I love dogs. We actually have we actually have water. We keep water bowls behind the bar. Good for people to bring the dogs in. Yes. Hey, we got you covered. We'll drop yeah. a water bowl down for you. Here you go. Good. Uh, yeah. You have so much room. As Lando was saying, yeah, you have so much room. Sixty seats maybe, but I mean this area right here. Uh, I would feel guilty if someone was playing cornhole or bags or whatever they call it to be like, oh, I'm walking through. But you have a, this is like a stadium here for like bags. You got people playing in like three rows of it and it's inside. Yeah. Perfect for weddings. Yeah. Intent. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> so it was kind of funny. Originally, the design called for a lot more seating, but then we realized there's this thing called a sewer impact fee. And they charge you uh, per okay. seat. It's $246 per seat. So we were like, um, okay, let's oh. let's drop like half the seats off this thing. Yeah. And let's just have more open space mm-hmm. for doing activities, you know. Like you said, cornhole. We got that weird game where you throw the two balls and yeah. they wrap around the thing. I don't I know what it's called. I saw a kid playing it yesterday. And I was yeah. like, what the hell is this? And he went, he threw it and did it. Like, it was almost like one of those, yeah, if you give the kid a million dollars, we'll never be able to do it again. He threw it and <laughs> landed kind of, and he went, oh, hey. And he tried to tell mom and dad, and they were like, good, I'm watching the Buccaneers. <laughs> it's like the kid was like, shit, ma. But um, it was, yeah, that's insane. That is insane. That's expensive. That's, that it kinda, is. Yeah, it's that very, really is expensive. expensive yeah. But so what made you say here? What said this? why this beautiful open space that you could hear my echoing voice but uh what did you want by the airport did you want to get away from others or we we looked all over mm-hmm. um and what is the closest community also to where we are like lake nona it is lake nona yeah you're right okay yeah okay. we we actually looked in lake nona but unfortunately there was no buildings available okay lake nona is such a a new and young area that if you don't build the building it doesn't exist Okay, that makes so sense. So yeah. there was nothing in Lake Nona for us. We we looked up, you know, in the downtown area. We almost we almost had a deal in downtown. Uh, we looked all over. Really? And then, close to where? I guess where maybe Amanda is. Right like, next to the soccer stadium. So you would have been next door to to Broken Cauldron, basically. Other side of the soccer Other, stadium. Okay. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Um, we looked at the spot there. It was a really really nice spot. And then the guy originally told us he's going to give us seventy five hundred square feet. But then next thing you know, he's like, oh, I can only give you 3,000 square feet. We're right. like, well, our, our ideas are much larger than that. We can't yeah. do that. So uh, the real estate broker I had met, he starts showing me all these places in Sand Lake, and I just didn't like them. They were like way back in industrial complexes, yeah. little sweet, you know, and I didn't like them. And then eventually he's like, well, hey, let me show you these spaces over there by the airport. I'm like, okay. So I come over here, and we see this big, huge open space. has the big windows all the way around the outside, the big windows up top. It feels like Portland with these windows. I love it. It really does. Like, Portland always kind of wants to have those windows open. Like, the only place, Cascade, I would hope, though, it's not the nicest place, area, but, like, Cascade making those sours. I'm expecting to, like, see down the mountains and, like, to see, like, Mount Hood maybe. And uh, But, yeah, you have, you have open open windows it makes me feel like portland or something like that and I, I love that i love that nice yeah just it was just added bonus that you could just sit here and like watch the airplanes take off and land um because oh, just shit. the way we're positioned okay this is actually where the the heavy runway is so all the big international planes that take off in the mornings and land in the evenings they get pretty darn close they start shaking the building a little bit Get out! yeah oh, so that's really super cool 
Did we? Oh, I didn't even realize we heard yeah. one. Yeah, don't, so don't think you're going to come down here and play a drinking game with how many planes you see. Goodbye. Because you'd be hammered <laughs> in like 30 minutes, I guarantee and it. Let's get into <laughs> the famous question that I asked of 2017. The ABV on uh, how rude? An eight? Yeah. We're looking at an eight, uh, right? I can't write like that. Yeah. 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 And then let's talk about the next one, because I feel bad. We're, we're neglecting the other one. Or should we do the porter and then the other New England IPA. How should we do this? How do you feel? Uh, we can get into Pinks and Greens. Let's go to Pinks and Greens. Pinks and Greens, Okay. Yeah. The name of this one, and what is it? How did we get the name of Pinks and Greens? So this was kind of unique in that um, we had had this other New England beer, but we didn't have a name for it. And um, so I'm in the Army Reserves. Oh, I, okay. I've been in the Army Reserves for 17 years now. Wow. And um, we have a, a new uniform coming up. That's a, actually a throwback uniform to an old army uniform. Really? So they do throwbacks. Okay. And it's called Pinks and Greens. Okay. So I was just sitting around. And I'm like, I don't know what to name this beer. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to name it Pinks and Greens. A few people will get it. Yeah. But okay, the occasional army veteran is like, hey, Pinks and Greens, uh, I know why you named it this. Yeah, that's really <laughs> rad. I like that. It comes down to the how rude. That's, my, that's where I go. <laughs> I go into it. It's worth it sometimes when it's like, you know, you, you name something, you do what you want to do and because like, naming could be tricky people, five people maybe you know will, will understand this yeah but for those five people it's like yeah it's, totally it's a home run yeah, yeah. It, 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 like yeah, yeah five people get it i get it like yeah it's but it's a home run like it's it's an appreciation that is well deserved let's say that because it is it's coming from a good place a good heart you know so and uh here's to the army reserve so thank yeah, you cheers, thank you. cheers. yeah cheers yes. yeah oh, thank you man Bam. So, okay. Funny, funny note about pinks and greens is there was actually a uh, a mistake in this beer. I like this. Okay. Yep. Everybody likes mistakes. So yep. this was this is the uh, the raw, down and dirty, honest mistake. No beer is perfect. So um, I'm back there that day. This was the fourth beer that was brewed in our brew house. Okay. It was the second one that I did all by myself. Nice. And, okay. Um, there was an added element in this beer, and that's the flaked oats. Okay. Or rolled oats in this one. Um, okay. So these are different because normally, you know, you mill in all your grains through your mill, mm -hmm. and you send it through the auger, send it to the mash tun, you're good right. to go, and you you mash it in, and you're good. Yeah. So with the oats, they don't go through the mill, so you just throw them up on the stand, and once you get uh, done with mashing in your regular grains, you toss in all your oats. So I get done with the mash in, and my mind is just running 100 miles an hour, so I'm working on a whole bunch of stuff. And then next thing you know, I'm like, all right, cool, let's Vorloff. Yeah, Vorloff's going good. Mm -hmm. All right, let's start sending the kettle. We start sending the kettle, and I'm pretty much at kettle fill. And I look beside me, and there's three bags of oats sitting beside me that I never <laughs> open. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I didn't add the oats. <laughs> like, this is not good. This is not good at all. So I'm like freaking out, like, oh my gosh, I don't have the oats. I just wasted all that money, that Yeah, time. like yeah, this beer's gonna yeah. come out like shit, no one's gonna wanna drink yeah. it. I'm like, that's and how long horrible. ago was that? How long, like a month ago, not even? A few weeks ago? Uh, about a month ago, yeah. About a month ago? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. you want this beer on launch, you want it to be exactly. yeah, on the grand opening. Exactly. Yeah. So my partners, they were like, hey, it's gonna be okay, Rob. Like, oh, I love that. You oh, know, that's like, so sincere. Like, let's just, uh, yeah, I love that. let's just push through it and uh, let's see how it turns out, man. Like, I think it'll be all right. I'm like, all right, cool. So we, we, we open up and it's kind of funny. I don't really get into the whole untapped thing, ratings a whole lot. Like, 
Good for you. Shit, you're the only one I know. It's a. I did it. It's a hornet. It's a hornet's nest. Yeah, it is. I yeah. well. We'll do it in the outro. We'll do it in the outro. We'll explain why people need to understand. And we did that at, at the Orlando Beer Festival, which obviously that's obviously that's coming up. So, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't, don't really do get it. into. Don't I don't, do it. I don't, I don't really do get it. into it too much. But every now and then, we'll help you with that. Every now and then, my buddies will be like, "Hey, dude, your beers are like rating this high, and they're rated mm-hmm. really good." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm "Like, wait a minute. So pinks and greens is rated higher than buy your power or uh, how rude?" I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> you called it that." Yeah, again. I was that's reading. Awesome. I saw the sheet in front of me. I'm like, it. "Oh wait, uh, love it that no, you called it that. wrong." Not that anymore. It's how rude. Uh, so I was like, I was like, man, I was like, it rates higher than how rude. I'm like, that's okay, cool. <laughs> that's yeah. I, and everything I saw over the weekend um, or the week last week. I meant to come here Thursday. I was working. I really wanted to be here with everybody. Uh, GB Topher, a lot of good friends. I mean, it was like everybody was saying, get out here. Paul Roy of the Central Florida Ale Trail was like, you got to leave work early. Come on. Come on. I'm like, I know, I know we were going to meet, uh, we were going to come together because uh, a lot of announcements are coming up with me and him. But, uh, but it's kind of really funny that, uh, you know, I was seeing everybody saying rude, 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 rude. The word, the word of the week last week was rude wow. from everybody that I really, I love and appreciate. And that's what got me here Sunday. I mean, we had a hop on meeting here and I was like, we're going to Ellipsis. It's going to be busy. I don't think it's a good idea. I'm doing an interview on Monday. I kind of want to try the how rude on the air. And I went, the hell am I talking about? Let's go get beer. Let's go. Let's go drink it. So yeah, and it was here yesterday. I was like, what if it's not there on Monday? Um, I, I think it's fantastic. I think your these two beers stand out. So congratulations on that. Thank you. Let's get to that port. Well, let's get to it soon. Let's talk about. Let's talk about. I guess getting to the big boy. Um, for us, it was a milestone to be asked to, to host the Orlando Beer Festival. Could not believe it. This podcast is not even a year old. And the tens of thousands of listens, I feel like Michael Buffer, and the audience is uh, listening at home. (laughs) But it was incredible that here we are at the Orlando Beer Festival. We're hosting it. Uh, You guys are back. Uh, A lot of friendly faces. I had no idea we were giving an award out that day. Wow. Not only was it a judge's award, that went to a cider accomplice gets a side like a cider they left <laughs> they booked it they were like we're not winning shit let's go <laughs> um rob congratulations you guys won the people's choice like how you open in a few weeks how'd that feel like what was that like what did that feel like to say oh yeah the people voted this is your this is what everybody wants to drink I, uh, we were just blown away. Yeah. We were just so surprised. Because, uh, you know, the Orlando Beer Festival, I believe, is the largest beer festival in Central Florida. I say... S- uh, thousands of people turn yeah. out to that thing. Now, there's the Windermere's, and there's, there, there's other beer festivals, sure, right? Sure, The ones that matter the most, and I'm not saying this to... I'm not putting anybody's festival down. Smash Beer Festival comes down to this is what you're supposed to do, how you're supposed to do it. You're going to win based on that you're in a competition based on limited and then you have the top brewers festival that just came up this year and i thought that was a cool idea because you get one of this one of that and one of that make it the hop the ingredient and the malt then there's your orlando beer festival which comes down to everybody even playing ground exactly bring the beers that you want it's not a beer release yes it's a festival celebrating everything it's everything person's party 
Right, exactly. That um, had to blow your mind. Yeah, it just blew my mind, absolutely. Like, and that feels so honored that I got to announce that. That, that, that was, was crazy, really yeah. yeah. It was awesome yeah. seeing you up there and yeah. like, oh, hey, what's <laughs> up, man? Right. It was so cool. It, it, and it just, damn, that was, that was amazing. What beer was up? What, uh, so let's, the audience. Uh, so what beer won that day? Um, I mean, I think it's just a culmination. It was a culmination, Culmination, right? yeah. But we, was we, there a specialty beer that you brought that day? Um, yeah, we had a couple of treated beers out there. We had a couple of our treated porters out there. Um, uh, in fact, I've, I've been getting a lot of messages on Facebook like, hey, can I come down and have that uh, chocolate that chocolate peanut butter you did? And we're yep. like, oh, my God, I'm That's so sorry, one. but I don't, the one. I don't have it on right now. Like, that, was, <laughs> that was something we did for this festival. We haven't done it yet. I hear still to this day just... Oh, you're the guy from uh, What Ails You? He's like, holy shit, man! I gotta try that that chocolate peanut butter. And I'm like, yep. And it, I mean, it, it, it was that day where like, you guys ran out of that beer by two, yeah, th- like two, th- like two thirty or something. It was like two that. something. Yeah. we ran yeah. out. And now I the felt- doors opened at one, right. like twelve for the VIP, and and I feel VIPs, they hit they hit the most known. If this is weird, I don't know, but I noticed the VIPs go to like. Okay, we're gonna hit ten ten, and then broken strings, then black cauldron, then wops hops. The newer, I don't get it. I always thought like a VIP would be like, well, holy shit, I need to go to Bombardment, who don't don't have a place yet, and then Ellipsis is opening up in a few weeks. But when the doors opened, your line was sincerely insane. It was insane. So congratulations on that. But uh, and then yeah, so the beer was out, out within record time, and I, I think that was crazy. I think it was really crazy. Yeah, yeah. It was really, unfortunately, I went to go talk to um, Sarah. She's the uh, assistant brewer for Bob's Hops. Mm-hmm. And I was like, My hey, girl. I was like, you should come check out a couple of these beers I got going on. You want to come try them? She's like, yeah. So we start walking back over to our tent. And I'm like, wait, what? They're they're gone already? They're gone. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. And she, was, she, was, she was feeling good at that point because I remember her saying, you know what beers I haven't tried yet? Because I saw her at the, uh, I don't know if it was a whiskey tent, but there was like the mm-hmm. St. Petersburg tent that she was already like, and then I didn't, because she left Greg and, and Dawn to like, <laughs> to, so she was like mingling, which you should. I think people from breweries need to hop around and try beer. Right. But oh yeah, she was funny that day. She was really funny that day. Right. Um, it's insane. Congratulations uh, on, on that day because that is a huge honor because that takes you all the way to the next year of an Orlando Beer Festival. And you have two awards right now. Smash is when, May? May, I believe. Yeah. yeah. And then Orlando Beer Festival is only three weeks ago. Right. So those, that trophy and that award right there, well, that award stays with you uh, because it was just a year, but that trophy may have to be passed on to somebody else. Yep. Fight your asses for it and oh, keep yeah. it, keep it. Um, but yeah, it, it's incredible that you weren't even open yet. And here are people saying, who the hell are these guys? And us as the behind the scenes with the, away from the brewers, I work, with a, I work with over 220 people and Ellipsis is still on the tongue and the lips of people at work that are huge beer fanatics. I frequent breweries. I get, we, as what ails you, gets emails and messages of, do you have any idea when they're opening? Who are these guys? Because you really... Don't show any social media presence at that time building up. You were perfect. I, I, I'm not even kidding. It was like a chessboard. You were like, okay, it's August. We're painting, and we are now <laughs> like, building. Like, 
something else I remember seeing, and it was just like, all right, putting the chess pieces there and go, we're playing it really quiet. It was just awesome. It was, and then you open, and it was like, by the way, get your asses inside. And it was just <laughs> awesome the way you did it. And I think it was the right way to do it. I really think less was more. And I th- honestly think with this episode, um, I really hope people come in over the weekend. I really do. Uh, and you're going to notice, I think you're going to notice a lot of people coming in saying, okay, they're open, and then open, and then open. Let's go with the porter. Yep. Holy cow. This one I did not get to have yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, oh, mazel tov. Here we go. Mm. This is so straightforward. This is, oh, this is going to be the base of many things that you're going to be doing. <laughs> like, yeah, it is. It, it is. is. Uh, most, yeah. of the, uh, most of the treatments we do, this is our base. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Most of our porter. I don't see why you wouldn't. My yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, this was actually the, pretty much the same recipe scaled up okay. from the very first porter we did. And it just came out so, so well. Like, I'm a big porter guy. I love porters to no end. So when we did this first time, I'm like, this is, this is perfect. Yeah. I love everything about this porter. This is great, you know? So we just started to um, keep, keep, keep working on it. (laughs) As a, as everybody was like, oh. Well, no, keep going, keep going. Yeah, like, so... We're watching the door, guys. Yeah, That's sorry, fun. sorry, people are blowing no, our doors. Come to work today. No, yeah. She's here for work. Trying to get to work. Um, yeah, so... Um, so with the porter, uh, and it was straightforward, I got to tell you, everybody is doing different tastes now with the porters. It is so nice to be able to drink something that doesn't have the vanilla in it yet, or the... You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I haven't right. had a porter like this in months months where it's just like here's a porter this at the end of the day it's 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 just a porter don't give any secrets away but um how are we doing the caramel is there like a caramelization in the malt like how does this work what's going on uh no sweetness but it's still so there is a sweetness right so yeah yeah, this is this what's really fun is that um a lot of the brewers in the industry they they drink the porter they they look at me that kind of weird smirk they're like i know what you did okay i know what you did there i see you don't give it away don't give it away yeah um because um, it really is, if you were just to create a style on the fly, then this would be considered a milk porter. Okay. Because it does have that, that sweetness to it. Oh, it's unbelievable. So we're going to need to talk about 2018. And what's different about our rounding third, as we do, uh, breweries have been open long enough to understand that we've done this for a year. We've done it for two. We've done it for five. We've done it for ten. Um, you've done it for about... Five days. A few days, yeah. Almost a week. <laughs> Almost we'll a week. get there. Well, when this launches, a week. <laughs> so um, what, what, what would you like to see? Three things. You, as the head brewer, the space that is Ellipsis, and the beers to be of 2018. Um, I think as, so far as, as, as far as I'm concerned, yeah. um, I would really like to start getting more into doing sours um i love sour beers so Um, i'm now moving to lake nona (laughs) that's um i need a lot of help with that honestly i've got a lot of long long ways to go until i feel comfortable with that Mm -hmm. um so that's something i'm gonna start working on in myself i've actually um actually bought the book american sour beers and Mm. i've been reading that in my leisure time good to start studying to try to learn to do it hold a trophy behind the bar 
of the gentlemen that are to put Sours on the map for Orlando right now with Sourglass. So I think you have good friends over with Matthew and Michael at Hourglass. I think yep. that, would, that would be, I say do brew days there. Learn, we, learn from that. That would be awesome. We've been yeah. talking. Actually, Matt was down here on um, Tuesday. What, Tuesday, yeah. He was down here, and he's like, Rob, dude, like, let's do something together, man. Let's yes. do a collaboration together. Yes. And I'm like, okay, I would be good. so honored. Like, I look up That's to him. That's honored, right? I look up yes. to him so much. I've told him so much. Like, dude, I'm like, I look up to you so much. This, like, the day you start honored, working, the bro. beard will grow, and that's it. I mean, you have a beard now. <laughs> As I'm, I don't know what I'm doing. Except, but, uh, I, except I have to shave mine every month when I do the Armor Reserve thing. Do you really? Yeah, so uh. it sucks. So <laughs> I and wait, how old was this one then? How long have you had that one? So I didn't go to drill in November, actually. Okay. I skipped it. So that's five weeks? This is from October, yeah. Okay, okay. Damn. Yeah. That's why. That's why I'm like. I'm worried this is about five like five years. No <laughs> I worry like I I come in on Monday after my drill weekend and people are gonna look at me like, oh, who's this guy? <laughs> You're not the brewer. No, give me the actual brewer. Yeah, you don't exactly. have a beer. Get yeah, out of here. Yeah. So then that's awesome. I I love the idea of sours because, yes, just because. I mean they're fantastic. I love. I mean you heard me speaking about a goza. Like, you know it's something I need to learn. So I I would be really excited uh, for you to do that. And hey. I would love to be a little fly on the wall when you're doing that. I would love to see how it goes. Be awesome. Um, how about the space? Uh, you have a lot of room here. What are we going to be doing with the space So for 2018 that you could see happening? It's, it's tough to see because, um, you know, if we keep at the current, current flow of, of people in here, then um, I definitely want to get more activities going on, like life-size Jenga, life-size Connect Four, yeah. more, um, more activities, you know, like I said, um, cornhole, stuff like that. Okay. Um, I hope that, I mean, I hope that we get more and more people to come in. Mm -hmm. Um, unfortunately that might encroach on that activity space a little bit. Sure. Yeah. But, but um, I mean, these tables can move a little closer to the bar. I mean, you have. Right. Yeah. We can, we can crunch this down a lot. Forget it. You could have acoustic nights. You could have, honestly, I could see some of my favorite bands playing here and being like, you have enough room. Yes. You only have a certain amount of seats but you have enough space to put bodies in here that, easily, easily. That, that's also one of the big things we need to work on is uh, sound dampening. Okay. Um, I realize I have gigantic concrete walls and gigantic, huge, tall ceilings, so there's a lot of sound reverberation going on. Plants. So um, we're going to start working on trying to ways to dampen the sound. Wood. Okay. And it, it's going to happen. I mean, yeah, I could see when I mean, just you and I speaking, I could hear the echoing, but still... It's easy. Something you said earlier, where you you don't, uh, when it comes to cost, if the end product is something that is going to be good, then you don't mind like the cost of it because you know it's going towards a good thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, yeah. End and product if you're, is. If you're going to retrofit this place for sound, then you know it makes sense. It's not uh, cheap, but after it's done, it's going to sound so good, and you're like, oh, this is a you know, oh, whatever we paid for it. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it makes sense, exactly. Um, no, you're good. It was yeah. Like, What's that voice in the distance? <laughs> Directional microphone. Subtle voice. He just he sits on my shoulder. Yeah, I was going to say, he's like Jimmy, Jimmy Cricket. Like, yeah. Hey, by the way. And then, so, uh, what do you see as those uh, 16 taps that we see? So, how about the beer? Um, not saying we have to fill up all 16 right away, but February, March, April, we should see more 
Uh, are we hoping sours can make that impact by March, April? I mean, it's a long process. Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely uh, going to be a work in progress. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Hopefully, you know, like I said, if I Matthew can get with me and uh, maybe Horace can work with me a little bit on yes. that as well. Yes, I like um, that name. I think that'd be great if those yeah. guys can help me out on that. I got um, lucky learning this brewing process with Mike and Horace. Um, it, it's sad that they were the second episode and we don't really are able to, hey, we were brand new. And I do have to put a disclaimer in the first six episodes of, hey, this is how we were running the show before Sadmith jumped on and made it more professional feeling. And he sat with us and was like, let's do this, let's do this. You know what, turn the AC on. You know what, have, we did Seven Sun when they were open. Justin and I spoke when it was on a busy day in like, it was like 3 p.m. on a Monday and there were people there and Sadmeth was like, congratulations, keep doing more of that. And it's just like, we're just going when, whenever it's gonna happen. Hours, you're doing seven days a week? Yes. That's awesome. Yep. A lot of breweries when they start go, eh, I don't know, maybe just weekends. Uh, one to 11. Right, you're yes. trying to go with the one, one to eleven hour structure. Right, um, you're doing it. You're aiming. You're not even aiming high. You're just saying, "Let's go full force." Uh, no investors. Correct. It's you guys. This I feel in a year from now is going to be one of the most important breweries in Orlando. As I get like emotional over it, I do because <laughs> I feel all, you are building something that you are be, you are going to be the guy that a lot of breweries are going to talk to when they're building to say, how the fuck did they do it? How'd they do it? Um, and congratulations on it because you have an amazing product. You have amazing beers. We have been following you since the smash event. And I remember going, holy shit, they won, they won the trophy. Like what? Yeah. And then Orlando beer festival, when Zach, Zachary Rowe said, he goes, all right, so here's the judges. Accomplice cider. Yeah. Are you fucking serious? A cider just won? And then he goes, and here's the people's choice. I went, oh, well, of course. Alexis really? Gonna, yeah, <laughs> here we go. Of course they're going to take the freaking people's choice. I was like, why not? Um, and here we are now sitting in the brewery as a grand opening episode. Again, um, I felt comfortable, confident, and ready to do this because your beer speaks louder than words. So congratulations on everything. This is, this is going to be great. And I want to kind of come back in a year and be like, a year ago we sat down. How's everything going now? And I think we should. I Definitely. really think. I think the beginning of 2019 we should be back and say, all right, how'd that year go? And kind of build up that. Maybe build it up as a, hey, this was our learning, learning process. Because a lot of brewers, a lot of home brewers, and we love you guys. You're listening. And I kind of need to give an appreciation in the outro. Uh, to a lot of the people that have been coming up to us saying, you're making brewing fun. And I, I appreciate that. And uh, you obviously are making brewing fun because it, you could taste it. You could taste it. So uh, one last cheers. Um, yes. Let's go with the porter again because this right now is hands down one of my favorite porters. This is unbelievable. Yeah. So congratulations. Uh, check untapped. It's not a bad... It, it, ugh, people... We're going to teach you the untapped 101. Let's do that. Let's do that in the outro of explaining what, when is it okay to give a one? Never. <laughs> so if it's not your beer of choice, don't drink it. Uh, Rob, I'm going to give you the handshake right now. Thank Congratulations on everything. Thank you. All right, Lando, let's try this. Let's do our first outro. And uh, yeah, all right. Thank you.
Okay. Um, <laughs> wow. Holy shit. Yeah. Good for them, though. Really good for them. Uh, I think we kind of said a lot in the intro, and I love your band analogy. And it comes, well, first of all, old school hip hop. Yeah. Did not ever see that coming. Mm-hmm. Fucking rad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's so awesome. Like, a lot of people say that about me. They look at me and go, what? And yeah, I could beat you in 80s. Well, I mean, you're dropping Fear of a Black Planet. Let's greatest album of all time um but i, I can't I, I wish uh you know we, we were obviously there to, to meet with rob and, and sit and talk with him and have the beers uh but i really would love to be you know fly on the wall during brew day just me too yeah something tells me it sounds like we're going to um so as we were sitting in the brewery, some people were waiting outside the brewery to come in. <laughs> oh, poor guy. I felt, I felt so they bad. Felt, they, they David and Lauren. The yeah. yeah. So David and Lauren, we apologize for keeping you out there a half hour longer than we should. I just thought people were trying to get in. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so the interview, there you were, guys. That was it. And uh, beautiful, beautiful place. Uh, um, some photos will be put up. I guarantee it. But everything that I feel and I say is so true. Uh, that porter... Yes. God damn. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Uh, it's it's a lot like um, you know. There's there's another. The old, what it, what it reminded me of was uh, Funky Buddha makes the OP Porter. Mm-hmm. Now it's yeah. not in distribution. It's you're there. Yeah. It's yeah. At the brewery or if there's a very very special event, they'll you know might send out a keg sure. or two. But it's their base for all of their famous. Because like, I was just gonna say, last snow, maybe you've bacon. had it. Everybody's had it. Yeah. Yeah. And because you, it's you've had it, but you don't realize it. Yeah. And then. When you when you have the OP porter and you just you're like Strip oh my god it's so good you almost are like why am I gonna have why the am last I gonna note? like excited Buffalo yeah. yeah and I you know I was Rob said <laughs> you know Buffalo Trace is my favorite bourbon and his too so last Buffalo in the park I get really excited about yeah yeah and but even still the OP porter is so good mm-hmm. on its own on its own and. I was so happy to hear that, uh, you know, this the Trade Porter is going to be their base for a lot of stuff they're doing, so I can't wait for the yeah. future. That's yeah. just yet another reason. It's like, I can't wait for the future already, but you just keep giving me more and more reasons. Mm-hmm. And I love that the... I, I still think their their name is um, so, so on the nose. Where of who they are. Yeah, it's, you know... Dot, dot, like... Hi, Warbury, dot, dot, dot. More to come, dot, dot, dot. Won an award, award, dot, dot, dot. dot, dot. Won another award, dot, dot, dot. dot. Now we're open. And, you know, they've got 16 taps. They have five beers on right now. Um, I really love his his philosophy of I'm not going to make a core beer just to make a core beer. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure if if the beer is good and we like it and people like it, yeah, we'll make it again. But I'm not going to try and push something for the sake of pushing something. And I, I'm excited. Uh, we heard some beers that were in the tanks right now, um, days to week out, uh, maybe two weeks out. Mm-hmm. And I think we're, we are going to see some base beers come up out of those. Uh, the, the fact that a Pilsner could be happening, uh, I guarantee they're going to knock out a Pilsner and it's going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. And it's it's one of those beers that it's easier to make uh, over and over again and it's cost effective. Like It's not going to be one of the, what we're seeing when you have pink and greens, uh, and how rude, I get it, how rude is an expensive beer to make. It oh, really yeah. is. Yeah. And it's almost like saying... But good for them for like having this right out the gate. It's a gift for us. Yeah. I really feel like that's a gift for us. The fact that right out the gate, here's a beer that's really expensive, and we might not be making any money off of it, but 
this is enjoy guys and considering and that awesome. you know ellipsis is down um for, for those of our listeners who are in you know the central florida area uh it's ellipsis is down by the airport and it's you know the clo- we mentioned this in the in the podcast in, in the episode uh the closest geographically to them is ocean sun and ocean yeah. sun is you know in the conway area so it's still about 20 minutes away mm-hmm. so this is literally like a, uh, a this field of dreams scenario yes. for <laughs> ellipsis like if you brew it they will come kind okay because they did so guess they what? haven't had the grand opening yet and they've for the the five days they've you yeah. know unlocked the front door yeah yeah uh, people have people have shown up we stayed there for another meeting uh it was what three o'clock mm-hmm what 10 people on a Monday? Yeah. Yeah. They just, awesome, they just guys. showed up. It was like... So, you said it best. If they brew it, they will come. Mm-hmm. Well, they're beer drinkers. This is something that they said even in the beginning of the episode. It has nothing to do with investors. No. Guys, if you're going to Ellipsis, you are going to wind up drinking a beer with someone that works there, and they are just like you. They're as excited to drink it as you are. Yeah. And not just because of the... Uh, the labor uh, no. side of it, of like the you know working on it. Like, of course, mm-hmm. I know uh, any, anyone that's that's worked hard on something. You know, you can see it in uh, Rob's face when yeah. we're trying the beers, and then we get really excited because we really like the beers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's something that you know, not he's really proud of it, and really, uh, it just you know, you can tell it's just warming his heart that we love it as much as he does. Yeah, but it- he loves it. Any anyone there loves the beer as much as you do because they brew the beer that they want to drink. They're as excited to drink it as you are. And I like the fact that it's they're making the beers that they want to make. Mm-hmm. But the reason why they're making the beers they want to make is because they love those beers. Yes. The New England. We were lucky when a package came in to see some bands and can I mean some cans of beers come in and it was like, oh, so now you're getting cans from these guys yeah. and I see what beers you like to drink. And when you're in there, look up. Look up. Yeah. Not going to tell you why. Just look up. Yeah. Just uh, when the beams are right over you, take maybe a step or three back, but still look up at the beams and just know your labels. And you're going to go, holy shit, holy shit. You'll know that you are uh, drinking with. You are among friends. Yeah. Uh, And it's awesome. So I really appreciate uh, David for pointing a few things out today. Um, David was wonderful. Lauren was wonderful. Yeah. Anybody that that I've been kind of meeting in the last few days at Ellipsis, it's been has been wonderful. So uh, I really thank them a lot. Yeah. Um, so last words on Ellipsis. Any other ideas or any thoughts? Any other thoughts on on top of your head? Or I am really excited because of the just the space that they have. Yeah. Like we were we talked about it after uh, you know on the way home, but the the space that they have like in, for the tap room is sort of like mid like, again I, this is the second time I'm, I'm referencing this this other brewery but it's like when Funky Buddha first moved into their current location before they like expanded back into the other warehouses yeah they because Funky Buddha started out as a lounge so right from the beginning Ellipsis has this amazing space it's it's a gorgeous space. They room in the in the brewery. To, yeah, they to want you to. They can. Yeah, they want people there. Mm-hmm. They want people to, in like it's all of they're they're sort of looking at it as this is what we would want. Yeah, but not in like a you know 
kid in a candy store way. It's just like, we want these. We want to drink these beers. Okay, what's the environment? Oh, we're gonna make that. Yeah, lots of room, dog friendly. Just see there. You yeah, go. Shankly, you're allowed to go he in. He agrees. So it's. I'm really excited because it's already in just five days that it's been open. It's already just like yeah, you know what? I'm, I can I can relax here. Yeah, I can enjoy myself here. It's there's so much possibility that I I I just can't wait to see what happens after five days. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you could relax there. I like that. Uh, we're gonna segue into I could relax here. Um, now I've never been crazy, and I have been, guys. Um, little did I know in 2017 what Elsia was going to be what it is, uh, hosting events, having a brew bus, hop on, and uh, definitely being a huge part now with the Central Florida Ale Trail. But uh, guys, I, I, I'm, I can relax now. Um, there's a lot coming up in the future, and, and I know I'm in, Amer- in amazing hands. And uh, guys, it, it is now coming into a point where everything I said, get ready, get ready, get ready. Now I got to tell myself, holy shit, get ready, because it's, it's going to happen. Um, I don't want to give anything away of some of the ideas that you and I have spoken about mm-hmm. uh, at all, at all yet. Uh, that's all great, and we should announce those, because now these are ideas that are very professional enough to say, down the pipeline, you'll know when we, when we release it. Yeah. You know, this is exciting to say, this is such a brilliant idea. Let's do it like what ails you. When we release it, you'll know. Yeah. Um, I have to say thank you for being patient with me. And and I wasn't giving a cold shoulder, but I was like, fuck, I can't listen to it. Uh, I have other people that want in, and I have other people that I'm working with, and I, I don't know when I have time to even really think about it. Well, time, time's the answer. And now we are in December. Mm-hmm. So it's happening now. Yeah. And... Uh, I have to say thank you for that. So, um, thank you. I'm I'm so uh, so excited, and you know, you and I are both uh, like we were talking the other day, and you know, now that Warren Sevon's gone, we've both taken up the mantle of excitable boys, <laughs> <laughs> which but, only two people get. And yeah, it was yeah, us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> that's so funny. When you text that, I was like, that is really funny. Yeah. Um, so I, I we're both super excited about about what just happened and what's going to happen and we'll be able to talk about it very soon and yeah we kind of we spoke to some people that um i work close with and they were like that's a great idea uh go for it go go don't even think about it so um there's a lot to come up and it doesn't just have to be announced on podcasts again we'll release it and we'll announce it Mm -hmm. and uh and it's not like well guys uh be patient no really we have these landing soon so yeah, it's very um, uh, very like get in the van let's go yeah so uh lando i want to thank you for recording our best of 2017 episode which will launch soon we went ahead and recorded that already uh the albums that we felt and we drank some of the better beers that i felt of 2017 mm-hmm. florida beers that i was able to open with you they were wonderful yeah and then, right and then we have a the bmo episode so these beer sides we already announced that in the beginning of the episode it's b sides this was brilliant with the, yeah, like the way you came up with this b and then so parentheses, parentheses. e-e-r yeah b sides beer sides when you, when you see it in print, it makes sense. Yeah. So <laughs> they're coming. Uh, we have two episodes that will launch before the end of the year. They have to. Mm-hmm. So that's fucking rad. Yeah. And guess what? We're going to probably release those on Tuesdays when albums really came out. 
not on Fridays for all the new kids, which are probably only six-year-old kids. I mean, because I think that was this year that albums came out on Fridays. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna. Re- I think we should do those on Tuesdays, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll see where they fit into what ALC is always going to be about the brewers, um, about the community, and about the educating and informing you as a listener, uh, and you as a beer fan, you as a beer geek. Uh, we love that about you. So this this is going to be geeking out with some of the most amazing beers and some of the most amazing bands. It isn't just going to be about us shooting the shit about music. It's going to be sitting down with bands and talking about their beers and their music so and we might even pair a beer with an album we don't know we just want it to be what it's music and it's every episode this this would not make sense if the brewer is not listening to music so it makes sense and lando you're like me man that encyclopedia in your head in your heart (laughs) really in your heart Uh, when it comes to music it really is in your heart so um also, crazy things. I mean, fuck it. I'm not even going to say. This was an amazing episode. We mm. did something ballsy that... And I'm glad there was never a moment when talking to Rob did I go, shit, if they're closed in a year, man, this sucks. No, they're not closing they're anytime. They're not going anywhere. This they're... is going to be one of the most important breweries in Florida because I really feel this is going to help brewers go, I want to make what I love. I want to make what I love. I love making beer mm-hmm. and 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 for new breweries guys you should talk to definitely talk to rob talk to matt talk to talk to david and see what they say and and kind of follow their their passion yeah he gets the i, I get the impression that you know uh he's brewing a beer because he wants to drink said beer and it's never of uh getting in the mindset of oh man all right i gotta i gotta finish this because i gotta i gotta get this out there i gotta release it uh, it's more of like, oh man, I can't wait to finish this. It means I, I, I can't wait to drink it. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of brewers do that. Let's not say they don't, but mm-hmm. you know, there's no investors. Yeah. So there's no one telling them what to do. No. It just comes down. They're doing it with the heart, the passion, kind of punk rock, like a little podcast. I know. So, uh, Lando, I appreciate this, and I thank you. Um, Thank you, Gwen. And guess what? I think uh, the next episode release, your voice will be on it, I think. Ah. It's either I'm doing the BMO or, no, I think the best of 2000. So I think the BMO one is next. And then uh, and then we'll be back with another brewery uh, coming up. And then, you know, we're never leaving you too long without some content. But, uh, whew. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Um, as always, I love the, the ever so magical sad myth. You make these podcasts sound amazing and your music is just badass. Jillian Quain, I love you. There she is. Uh, Lando, I thank you. Thank you. Ellipsis, you're kicking ass. And uh, all right, um, we'll talk soon. All right, guys.